right, welcome back to the Beast Game Podcast. And today we are talking about a TV show on Apple TV Plus called Silo, which is based off of a book or a series of books, actually. Apparently something happened to the world. Everyone is just contained in this one facility. So it's about 10,000 people are kind of self-reliant. People are kind of stuck in this facility. I mean, it's several levels of a facility that it could take you a certain amount of time to walk from one level to one level. Say it took like a day and a half or something like that to walk from the top down to the bottom. Like Rashida Jones and David Yellow are married. At this point, he's the sheriff at this facility. So he's kind of like the top dog. The only other person is the mayor. And they're trying to have a child. Apparently, again, in this facility, since there's only 10,000 people, they're trying to maintain the population. So only certain people at certain times can have children. They're trying to figure out basically winning the lottery to have a child, do that with inside of this time frame. But there's not a lot of explanation about what happens to this world, but they're kind of technology repressed. They don't have a lot of technology. Some people have computers, but the computers look old. I mean, basically like from early 90s, late 80s style computers. Not a lot of information about what happened before the silo. So everyone that has been there, I think it's about 140 years worth of something. Yeah, but, it's about 140, 150 years. Yeah, but everyone has just been living here, not questioning too much of anything. There's not a lot of information about what came before the silo. There's not any information about what's outside of the silo. It's just, uh-huh. we all are here. We're all trying to just live in this commune. His wife has some skill with the computer. She meets up with a guy named George. George has found this random hard drive. And he doesn't know what's on it, but he wants her help to find out. When they do discover it, they discover that it contains some information about the facility, about the silo that they're in. Prompts her to figure that there's something outside of the silo rather than it just being barren wasteland as the screen show. She wants to go outside. So one of the things that you can't say in this is that you want to go outside. If you do want to go outside... It's basically like a death sentence that you know you're going to die and you sent out to clean the screen that people see inside the silo. She said that she wants to go outside. David O. Yellow's character is trying to figure out after meeting this guy who also winds up dead later on that she wants to go outside because, again, that's kind of like a mortal sin. As he investigates after two years, he figures that there's something outside of this facility After he finds information about this hard drive, he believes that he wants to go outside as well, believing that there's something outside other than the barren wasteland, which sets off on this other thing where Rebecca Ferguson's character was in love with the guy George that, well, David O'Yellow's wife, Rashida Jones, was communicating with. David O'Yellow and Rebecca Ferguson kind of form a bond, trying to figure out what all this means. Even though David O'Yellow's character is going to be sent out to clean, Rebecca Ferguson's character, who is basically on the lowest rung level of, of the silo. I mean, she's basically the bottom. She's at the ghetto of the silo at this point. The engineer, but he taps her to be the sheriff, confusing everyone because, again, this hierarchy that you kind of have the upper echelon people at the top. So sheriff's job is going to be the, the top tier jobs. 
in the silo. So people were trying to figure out what happened. And then this starts to lead off onto a larger thing where you also have uh, Common in this. You also have Tim Robbins, who is doing an extremely good job. But there's a lot of things at play. Will Patton's also in this as a deputy trying to figure out what does this hard drive mean? What is outside the silo? Because again, they only seen everything on the view screen. They're not actually seeing windows or anything like that. And people don't know what's going on with myself. I knew nothing about the show whatsoever. Did not pay attention. Do not pay attention to Apple TV plus, but apparently it's a part of my T-Mobile subscription. I saw this pop up. I'm like, Oh, all right. What is this thing? Definitely was hooked after the first episode. I'm like, it's basically taking the concept of Zion from the Matrix, Mega City One from Dread, <laughs> M. Night Shyamalan, the village type thing. Also, again, kind of this post apocalyptic, what does the mystery mean? I'm always into science fiction. But I was really hooked on it. The last episode, I mean, it was 10 episodes worth of that, came on. Still hooked on it. So I'm waiting for season two whenever that comes out. So, Keith, how'd you feel about Silo, the whole entire season of Silo? I kept telling you, I was like, Keith, you need to watch this. <laughs> like, you generally tell me the reverse. You might want to watch this. I'm like, yo, Keith, you got to watch this, yo. I came into this with no expectations. I saw the trailer. There's a lot of stuff like this. Yeah, and it was Apple TV, so I was kind of like, eh. I don't say Apple TV is inconsistent, but... There's not HBO Max. It's not Disney. Netflix. I mean, it's not going to be one of those three. It's not the one that you're looking for. I'm sick and tired of the woke shit. All right, let me look at this crap. You said I need to check it out. So I'm like, all right, let me go ahead and look at this. Very anti-woke. I'm sick of Star Wars. I'm sick of all that shit. Now, I just, yeah. I'm done with that shit right now. But crank this on. And from the break, it was just a slow burn. But the first thing that hit me was, and it wasn't until my wife said it, plot was not progressed from stupidity. I need this person in danger. Let's have her do something dumb. No, that wasn't the case. They are trying to figure out what the heck is going on. So why is it? that you can't go to the past. How come there's only a hundred years of history? It's evolved to this own type. They don't worship God. They praise be to the founders. It's like the fuck are the yeah, founders. Yeah. Told from the get-go, don't ask questions of the past. You don't ask this. You Basically know, you're probably gonna go outside the, to clean. <laughs> yeah. The the hierarchy of the situation is you have judicial, who is the judicator's law. Then you got administration which is the mayor's office and the sheriff yeah it and then you got maintenance IT and maintenance mechanical Between. built like a corporation at this point exactly pretty much pretty much you have the executive office there was no exposition in this entire yeah thing. like you understand it immediately but there's not someone explaining like well i'm going to do this and i'm going to do this. it is just full-on mystery and during the course of the mystery you start understanding the ebb and flow of the world, the ebb and flow of the story, the ebb and flow of the characters, the, as the mystery builds, certain things are filled in. And then there's a whole bunch of swerves and things like that, not to say as a, as a negative, but it's not what you think it is. And as the world was kind of unfolded, it unfolded just naturally. Like yeah. it literally unfolded just through the course of the story. You understood that there are certain lines across, and as each one was revealed, you kind of like see that this is going deeper and deeper. There's no evil character. It isn't like Tim Robbins' character. None of the characters in there are, are straight. People. You don't have the traditional, there's a white guy at the top and he's the bad guy. Yeah. It's not like that. Clearly, there's something going on because these dudes are true believers. You got Common running around, basically the security team for judicial. He's the one that brings down the hammer on people. All right, this dude's an asshole. But 
in the course of it, you're like, wait, nah, there's something else going on. So each episode, you are getting another little layers peeled back, showing you that this goes farther than you think it goes. Something different. And from the beginning, you're kind of given this false sense of hope. Things aren't exactly what they seem. All the way up to the last episode, you're kind of sitting there waiting a bait of breath, trying to see, okay, what's happening? Is this the truth? Is this what's happening? What's going on? And then, oh, yeah, it's not what I was expecting, and it's way worse than that going on. You know what it felt like? It felt like the first two seasons of Lost. If anyone watched those first two seasons of Lost, like it was like you would get little tidbits and then something else would pop off. And the fact that this is taken from a book series, a trilogy of books, we were going to get satisfied with answers, that there are answers out there. It's just being revealed to us in a certain way. Very, 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 very impressed with this. I enjoyed the performances. Everybody did a good job. Very good. You didn't have any cliche characters. At first, you kind of thought, like, why is the main character flipping out all of a sudden? Like, I got a little tired of them saying, I need to know the truth. I need to know the truth. By the time I was in episode eight, I'm shouting the same goddamn thing. I'm like, I need to know the fucking truth. What the fuck is going on here? What the hell is happening? Who is this Jess Meadows? What the <laughs> fuck is going on? Like, what is happening? Like, and... Yeah, and whoever you think is in charge might not be in charge, or whoever you think is in charge... Probably has no clue what's going on. <laughs> exactly. They don't have a clue as to what the hell's happening. They're just a cog in the wheel, and they're not the person driving. And it's like, all right, well, even up to the last episode, it is still that. I mean, again, I was hooked for this after the first episode, and I burned through basically about eight episodes worth within almost two, three days, because that show's just that good. I really uh, hope girl. that they can maintain anticipation. For the next uh -huh. couple episodes, because I mean, obviously there's books and however they do things with the books, so you could wind up in a Walking Dead situation where drag things on a little too long, and it never really pays off the way that it should. You also have Chinisa Eche, Paul Billings, who basically becomes the deputy, and he's has his own issues and trying to protect themselves and protect their uh -huh. family or protect the people around them. It all comes to a head at a certain point where everyone has to answer for something. Even up to the last episode, it's like, hey, look, let me explain this to you. Like, this is what's really happening. It's like, so I went through all this <laughs> for nothing. It's kind of like, okay, you're caught, you're done. This is the situation. He's like, look, look, we are not assholes. Basically. <laughs> I swear to God, we are not fucking assholes. But you got to understand, this is the survival of the species. We can't fuck around. And I'm sorry, but you need to shut up, get in line and deal but i mean your time's up kind of do your thing and we'll give you the little bit of stuff we can give you so i can solve my guilt a little bit you get more shit and it's like wait what the fuck like what the hell's happening i don't understand what the hell's happening <laughs> like what the fuck because again you kind of learn that from it was either the second or third episode where david yellow's character said hey i want to go outside and it's like second episode yeah everything that he's saying is wrong and it's like, where's the mystery going? Let's wrap this up. So, Keith, what score would you give the first season of Silo? I'm going to shit a nine. I don't think I've ever used this word for anything we've talked about. This show was riveting. <laughs> I, like, I, I was absolutely riveted. I was from beginning to end. I think it was one episode my wife wanted me to make her a cocktail. I'm like, yo, you can fucking drink some goddamn ice water. Come on, man. Just pause that shit. And then get back. <laughs> I'm like, fuck. This shit just like killed the vibe. It was riveting. I mean, there was a couple of times when they did something stupid, but I'm like, you know what? 
They're not trying to advance the plot. She would really do something this dumb because you're trying to figure out what the fuck is going on. What the hell is happening? Just imagine you wake up one day and the person you loved dies. And they leave like a goddamn post-it note saying, they leave some post-it note saying, don't trust that down the street. Whoa, 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 whoa. What's this dude got anything to do with anything? You track him down. It turns out that dude down the street got a secret basement full of, like, nuclear codes. You're like, what the fuck is happening? And you just keep digging and digging, and you're running around. The whole world's looking for you, trying to find you. You're like, no. Oh, you need to understand. Something really fucked up's going on. That damn street's up to something. <laughs> and I'm like, I absolutely could understand every single action she did. Even though it was kind of like, what the hell? She would do things that were intelligent and smart. They didn't stick the woke notebook. Yeah, the woke agenda, basically. Exactly, where you, the bad guy's got to be a white guy. There's like, really no discussion about race in this. Race, sex, yeah. nothing. Like, yeah. it was like the mayor, the former mayor was a woman. That common, common's in it. Not sure how this plays out in the books, the race makeup. But you would assume at this point, where the world is screwed up so much, that none of that matters any longer. <laughs> Because all you have are just the people around you. And whoever those people are, they're the only people that matter. So race at that point doesn't mean as much. Yeah, so aside from maybe one episode, where that one episode didn't really do much to advance the plot, which was like, it's either eight or nine. So I think it had to be eight. Eight? Because ten episodes... I want to say it might have been episode eight. You might be thinking about seven, the one before that, because like you got to think about the one where it was more flashback. There's like a ton of flashbacks. Like the whole show is like a flashback, basically, uh-huh. <laughs> because they're trying to fill in the mystery. And I'm just like, I don't care. I just want to see everything. Like flashback all the time. It starts off in a flashback, basically, <laughs> and then jumps to day with Old Yellow's character two years later after his wife says that she wants to go outside. And you don't know what that means, but it just basically means death. I'm going to have to give this a 10. I don't think I've given any TV show a 10 based off of, like you said, that you did not know much going into this. As soon as I watched the first episode, I understand the construct of the world. After I watched the second episode, Uh I understood everything. Like, I could see myself living here and just being regular person in this silo. Like, you don't understand what's going on outside of it. You can understand just going along with everything. With the overall mystery, I mean, Rebecca Ferguson did a very good job, even though mm-hmm. her American accent was terrible. Yeah, that's why I took it down <laughs> from a 10. They're, they're the American you, accent. So, like, all the British people wall. in here, some people, like, I think Ian Glenn is, like, the father. His American accent yeah, was terrible. Was not good. I'm trying to think of the chick's name. It's like Remy Milner. She was a friend of Rebecca Ferguson. Hers is pretty bad, too. She's British, too? Yep. ton of British people. And not to say anything negative Shit about that. Of Some of the American accents were a little off. You can kind of hear Rebecca Ferguson's slipping at certain points. Yeah, she spent way too much time in Scotland. I mean, I mean with a Scottish accent, cannot mimic an American accent at all. I mean, David Oyelowo, he has it down. He has it That's down. the only way to get work, yo. I mean, he played Martin Luther King. <laughs> That's the only way to get work, yo. He's, he's, he pretend he's an American now. Yeah. We know who the fuck you are, yo. Yeah. We know you're taking jobs, Americans. <laughs> <laughs> fuck out of here, yo. 
But again, I'm about to give this a 10 because I'm not sure if I'm going to regret this during season two. But the feeling that I felt where I was just like, I need to watch this. I need to watch all of it. Got caught up to episode eight. So basically, I burned through all the episodes. I think about the world outside of like not even watching it. To the point, I'm like, hey, well, I don't even want to ruin it reading the books. That's how much I don't want to know what's going on. But I want to be involved in this. Like, I, people were like, well, hey, Common's a terrible actor. I'm like, look, Common has done some good work at certain points. He is not being asked to do much other than be menacing. And his uh, whole job was to grow that fucking beard. That's all he needed to do. Yeah. Is he doing his John Wick 2 voice? Yes. Unless he's doing a romantic comedy, he's got two modes. Yeah. Trying to be charming or trying to be menacing. Yeah. He does a very good job. Flat out, he does a very good job. But he is the enforcer, basically. He's enforcing the rules. Judge, jury, executioner. He's doing all he can to also maintain the state of the silo. Mm-hmm. Keep the general population under control. Again, there's other things going on in play where you have medical... There's a lot yeah, of dynamics. We're going to spoiler territories. You kind of going yeah, to all this shit. Well, there's a lot of dynamics and politics going on. Revealed in the first episode, though. So it's not too much of a spoiler. But again, when you think it's going one way, it goes an entirely different way. And it's like, yo, what are y'all doing? <laughs> like, <laughs> if you think about this in context of the Matrix, where it's Zion and people are just kind of living underground in like this super huge facility, the earth is scorched and that's what you believe it to be. And then someone says, like, no, it ain't like that. And it's like, all right, well, I'm going to follow this ideology. And that ideology might wind up getting you killed. Vice versa. Like, whatever that ideology is, it might wind up getting you killed. A great show. Like, I would recommend people watch it. I mean, again, Apple TV is not known for all this. I mean, is that Ted Lasso show? Like Ted Lasso is on Apple TV. This show actually made me consider, like, picking up Apple TV. I don't know why I have it, but I got Showtime for some fucking reason. Yeah. I, shit for like <laughs> I think I tried to watch that show Foundation, and that was bad. They woke a fight. That was another reason I was kind of late. Yeah. Is that Foundation woke the shit out of Foundation and turned into some other shit. And yeah, I, I couldn't get with down with that. So I was expecting the same thing with this, but again, from the first episode, I was just like, yo, this is one good writing, good anticipation, good moment building. Yeah, I, I gotta watch all of this. <laughs> I gotta watch all of it. I really hope that it can maintain the level of interest into season two. The last episode, it reveals some stuff. It can go in a whole bunch of different directions. But what you saw in the first season can't be repeated because of the way that the story progressed. So it's not like you're going to wind up and it's all a dream or something. It's not going to be that. Or like maybe like the Maze Runner. That might also be like another comparison to this. Like that, the first Maze Runner where people are just yeah. kind of stuck in one kind of boxed in area. But there's a whole hierarchy and everything else. It's kind of like that. I mean, Silo is great. Look, I was, you know, I was just getting ready to say I'm honestly flabbergasted. Because one, Keith said riveting. And two, Barry... <laughs> I love y'all, but for real, you usually don't like shit. <laughs> the fact that when you sent Keith the message, I said, okay, Barry must really like this fucking show. Like, I've never heard you sound 
kind of dumbfounded about something. I'm literally sitting there going, okay, I hadn't watched it yet, but I'm about to start watching it, which is I'm going to be busy as hell because I got the rest of Witcher, unfortunately. Um, <laughs> oh, Lord Jack Ryan. I forgot that Warrior started, so I got to watch that because that's one of my shows. And now I got to watch this. So. What show is that? Warrior? Yeah, it's on uh, HBO Max. It's basically based off the writings of Bruce Lee. So it's like old world San Francisco and a lot of Oh, Asians yeah, that was the, sh- the show he was trying to do before they fucked more with Kung Fu, wasn't it? Man, I'm trying to tell you. Told Barry. Motherfucking warrior. All right, <laughs> All right I'm going to check that shit out. All right. Yeah, I mean, because I had been trying to catch up on some stuff. I didn't realize that Law and Order, kind of like the OG Law and Order, came back on. At one point, Anthony Anderson had, like, when they brought it back, he was on there, but then they took him off. Uh-huh. Yeah, Makai Brooks, like, he's yeah. basically on there now, and that show is a, a little bit better now. They have a little bit better writing. So I, like, started watching that and then pivoted to watching the silo. So, I, like, now I need to get back to Law & Order. Cause I, again, I didn't know, like, whatever happened last year, it was, like, half of a season. Anthony Anderson was, like, he didn't want to do it any longer because he was on the OG one before it went off. Like, whenever it went off, it was like, I guess 2010, 2012 or something. And then uh-huh. everything became SVU from that point on. But then they brought it back. OG Law and Order is my stuff. I love that show. Yeah. Like, I got some stuff that I need to watch down because movies suck. I don't know if you know that. But <laughs> That's the Beast Game Podcast. Please watch 